We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast, coming to you live for an emergency live podcast on a Tuesday evening, right before training camp, as the Chargers and Justin Herbert have agreed to a $262.5 million contract extension. So, how to do an emergency pod, of course, and uh, happy to be joined tonight by Mr. Alex Insdorf, recently got a promotion of sorts as well, now writing for Chargers Wire instead of Bolt Beat, so... Happy to have Alex on tonight as well. Alex, what's up, man? How's the Caribbean? Uh, it's good. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys can hear the birds yet, but they'll be in <laughs> shortly, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, had to jump in and wanted to see uh, wanted to see uh, what the guys were thinking, uh, thinking about with this Herbert contract. Unless I'm rusty at the live pods. Give me a minute. Um, but I did want to read off a stat that Dan Fouts, 40 years ago, in 1983, set the record to become the highest paid quarterback at $1 million per season. Justin Herbert just got $52.5 million per year for five years, and uh, he's our guy. Yeah. Uh, similar tweet there from Tom Pelissero tweeting out that uh, in 10 years ago, in 2013, Aaron Rodgers was the highest paid player in the NFL at $22 million per year, and now there's like 36 or whatever. I should have the tweet up right now, but I don't. Um, but yeah, it's like 40%, like 500% more players are making that. And it, it's pretty crazy to hear about this kind of money. So 
we'll break down some specifics. We'll talk about some some generalities. It's going to be a, a relatively quicker podcast because we just have the one thing to talk about. Tyler and I just dropped the uh, podcast on the Chargers feed earlier today, so you get us twice in one day. Hopefully, you guys don't hate us yet. Um, so if you missed that, go check it out. I had a great conversation with Mr. Eric Smith. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? How are you doing tonight? Uh, doing very well. I decided to wear the yellow jerseys today because I knew Alex was coming on and he hates them. <laughs> so I did that. Um, Alex, the birds behind you, do they still tweet or do they just make it X noises? I don't know if they tweet or zeet, but you'll hear them either way. <laughs> zeet? Is that how we say the thing now? Is it a zeet? I don't even know. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? All right. So like I said, we'll, we'll break down some specifics, talk about the Herbert contract. If you guys have some questions, uh, feel free to fire away. Um, obviously, this is really focusing on the uh, contract extension. Um, we'll get into some training camp stuff uh, throughout the rest of the week. We'll have you covered there. Um, first and foremost, uh, you know, I think for me, like one of the things that I was most curious about was the structure of the contract in terms of the guarantees, in terms of how the money was going to be distributed. Um, this contract, according to Daniel Popper, includes $218 million in total guarantees. Um, that's not necessarily fully guaranteed. There's a lot of differences here. There's a lot of injury guarantees. Um, but in the first year of the contract, Justin Herbert will get $100 million uh, paid out to him over the course of that season. So kind of crazy when you put it in those kind of terms here. But Tyler, we'll, we'll get your thoughts here. What was your first reaction when it came down to seeing the actual money you know break today uh for justin herbert the total contract and the apy was kind of like yeah that makes sense he looked at the the contracts and it was you know 51 million for jalen hurts 52 for lamar jackson so i figured it'd be like you know 53 um turns out to be 52 and a half so that's not a surprise but 100 million dollars uh 30 percent of the contract in year one is awesome for him, obviously, I would love after my, you know, I looked at my teacher salary to get a hundred million dollars <laughs> in my first season. Uh, nobody's giving me that, but I also don't play, you know, the most important position. I'm not certainly one of the five best in the NFL at that. So um, good for him. It, it's a great contract. Uh, I, some people weren't really sure how it was going to look. Is it going to be 10 years? Um, and I think a lot of people talked about, well, Herbert's a really good guy. He'll take a team friendly deal and do it for like, you know, 40 million APY, like, oh, like, that's just, that's not really how it works. And so, but it, it's a good deal for both sides. Lots of guarantees for Herbert, not some outlandish, outrageous contract. And congratulations on Justin Herbert for being the highest paid quarterback in the NFL for about one more week. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Joe Burrow <laughs> here. Uh, you know, Joe gets to kind of sit and uh, wait and see what happens. Just to clarify, the $100 million is not, it's not going to be his cap hit. It's going to be how much cash he's paid that season. Um, so don't freak out about the cap structure. Again, we don't, we do not have those specific numbers just yet, but we know that that's the cash throughout. So we've talked a lot about, you know, cash versus cap, especially with, when Arjun's been on the show. Um, so $100 million uh, is going to be the cash that he has paid. We'll see what happens with the uh, cap it there. But We'll bring in Alex here now. Alex, uh, your first thoughts when you see the amount of money and, and maybe the guaranteed money uh, that Justin Herbert gets today. Yeah, I mean, w when Arjun wrote the $100 million thing in the chat of just like, that's his cash in one year, and I believe he broke Lamar Jackson's previous record of $80 million, 
uh, in terms of a year cash flow. So that just yes, is that insane. Um, and so I, I think that, you know, with the way the market's going, all the numbers, as Tyler said, made sense in terms of what the APY was. But again, for the Chargers to make this kind of investment, it's just not really something they've done in the modern era. Um, for Philip Rivers, I, I think he was the second or third highest paid quarterback for a bit there behind Russell Wilson and Cam Newton and some other guys. Uh, but to basically, you know, put this stamp on you're the guy uh, for Justin Herbert, I think is is really important in terms of carrying this franchise. Um, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Tom Telesco, given their cap situation, will still go about building a contender with some of the cap problems that they have next year that we've already kind of talked about with the restructures they've done this year. So that balancing act will be interesting. Contract won't kick in until 2025. Um, so they have some time to kind of get their house in order and do like a mini retool if they need to. Um, but yeah, ultimately, it's just very well deserved for Justin Herbert. And honestly, my first thought when I saw it was, I remember the three of us sitting in a Patreon room when they made the pick and we were just like, I don't know about this guy, right? It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, he was a bust or anything, but it was just like, I certainly didn't see him becoming the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, for him to take all of that potential and all of the work that he showed at Oregon and, you know, multiply it and, you know, step on the field every time and continue to prove ever since that Kansas City game that he deserved that kind of investment and that kind of, uh, you know, power from a franchise uh, is just crazy. So it's it's very cool to see it come to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Herbert's come a long way. And, you know, I think if you can go back and watch some of his Oregon, Oregon stuff, it's just remarkable to see that kind of growth. And, you know, the Chargers made a great video about it. You know, QB one of one, I thought it was fantastic, you know, kind of reminiscing over the past three seasons. And, um, you know, this is, it, it's just such a cool moment for the team. You know, we had kind of similar conversations when Joey got paid, similar conversation when Derwin got paid. But it's just magnified because Justin is the quarterback. You know, Justin is the guy that is going to lead this franchise. And, you know, I know there's been some questions about his his leadership and things like that. But we all know that the Chargers are going to have a chance to win every single game that they play with as long as Justin Herbert is the quarterback of this team. And it's just a different kind of feeling. We had that feeling with, with Phillip Rivers. Um, and, and I think we have it again with Justin Herbert. So, to see him get rewarded this way, it's incredibly well-deserved. It's the way the market works. You know, like Tyler said, the the whole, like, take a team-friendly deal is never really a thing. Um, you know, this 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 market is going to drive the market, and, you know, the agents are going to do their thing. So, you know, happy to see him get the contract he deserves. I think the three of us are generally very player-friendly uh, player when it comes to these kind of things. We All three of us generally want to see the players get paid. And Justin Herbert gets that. So um, like Tyler said, and Alex have said, the contract structure not necessarily was a surprise in terms of the, mm -hmm. the total money value. Um, but, you know, I think something that might be a surprise for some people reading this is the amount of guaranteed money. Brad Spielberger pointing out that uh, Justin Herbert got $33 million more in guaranteed money than Lamar Jackson did. And he was the two, he was two quarterback contracts ago. So the Chargers have... You know, they backed up the Brinks truck, man. This is they are all in on the Justin Herbert era. And this is like the biggest stamp of approval you could give him. And for a team that has such a reputation of being cash poor, being cheap, all this stuff, they threw all that away and said, we're going to give Justin Herbert as much guarantee money as we possibly can here. And we'll figure the rest out down the road. Yeah. At this point, that, that's such an old, tired narrative that I hate. I understand that there's a history 
But at this point with this regime, like it or not, when it comes to the first round picks, at least, they certainly pay these guys yeah. what they deserve, what they're worth, and next in line, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert, you know, and then signing Corey Lindsley, et cetera. So it, it's it's a fantastic day. When I was I really became a Chargers fan, Rivers had been with the team. He was already probably on his second contract by that point. You know, with something like this, this is the first time I've really had the quarterback sign and then just see, like, not that we didn't already, but we can just see, like, a decade in front of us, 15 years maybe mm. in front of us of, of Justin Herbert as the quarterback. So, you know, like Alex said, when he was first drafted, it was very, like, hit or miss or very just mixed in the room with, you know, the, the 20 of us or whatever it was that were there on that Zoom stream because you didn't know, you know. And I think that regardless of how we felt at the time, this is the outcome that we wanted, right? Like, what have yeah. you felt about the quarterback? As soon as you got the guy, this is what you want. You want him to be that good. And he was immediately has been good. There are not, I mean, listen, you could be the team that gives a ton of money to Russell Wilson. And, and that's very shaky and it hasn't worked out so far. You could be the team that gives a lot of money uh, to Deshaun Watson for whatever reason. Um, and, and that's a significantly different situation. It feels really good to be the Chargers to be giving this money to Justin Herbert. But I'm pretty sure he's just going to like invest <laughs> you know, real estate or something real estate brisket and like fisheries or something yeah he'll just buy eugene Oregon. <laughs> he'll just buy you the whole city yeah, yeah. Eugene. <laughs> yeah, exactly um yeah so I'm, I'm happy to have herbert as our, as our quarterback for you know at least until what he's 30 ish or whatever until what, what's the final year of this deal when is it so he'll 20, be uh 29 yeah he'll be 29 at the end of this contract and then we'll just pay him again and yeah no, it's awesome. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, I, I just wanted to jump in and say, you know, you, Tyler alluded to the quarterbacks that have gotten paid in and have not necessarily worked out. Uh, I'll add another name in that list and Carson Wentz, uh, who, you know, uh, also got that kind of big deal. Um, and something that I think is important to talk about with these three contracts that have been given out recently with Hertz, Jackson and Justin Herbert is that they were each given a no trade clause. Um, so mm. that follows up with what Deshaun Watson got in Houston. Um, so it's interesting to see that this is, you know, further becoming the norm to give your quarterback the no trade clause. And it kind of means that these franchises, you know, not that we're ever, I don't think going to be in a position where the chargers would have to trade Herbert or move on from Herbert or any of these things. Um, but to give that amount of power to a quarterback in your organization, uh, is kind of unprecedented in this, um, player empowerment era, if you want to call it that. So, uh, yeah, just another you know, measure of faith that the Chargers have in Justin Herbert. And, you know, uh, I, I think that's really cool to see that they were willing to go to that extent. They might have not had a choice given Herbert's, you know, agents and, and given the trends around the league, but still, uh, you know, a lot of uh, respect and trust to put into Herbert there. Yeah, the no trade clause is is certainly interesting. I think this is really indicative of how valuable the quarterbacks are in today's league. And everybody kind of knows it, right? Like this is very much a quarterback league at this point, but the no trade clause is just kind of that, that next level security for these quarterbacks to be able to, you know, if things go to the worst situation possible, they can control where they end up going. Um, if the team decides to to hit a reset, obviously none of us are, are hoping that happens. And, you know, Justin Herbert certainly uh, wishing he sticks around for the long haul here, but um, just a, a, a change of the times, you know, if, if you want to look at it that way to see these quarterbacks get that much power and be able to control where they could potentially go after their time runs out or whatever at their current team. 
Which is a little different than the current running back market. Um, asked <laughs> Saquon Barkley today, obviously um, getting $0.1 million in incentives if they make the postseason in a division that has the Cowboys, the division that has the Eagles. So weird. So, I mean, it's it's not worse. Um, and then it's certainly you can ask Austin. Austin Eckler is a better man than I am because if I were having this predicament and then the quarterback <laughs> made $262 million with $100 million guaranteed in year one, and then you put a microphone in front of me. <laughs> Listen, he's a good man for answering those questions. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just got to say, shout out to the politician Austin Eckler. Those answers were really great. <laughs> That's a great way to play the game for sure. Um, Derwin was definitely fired up. Sebastian Joseph Day making a great point. Dinners on Justin next time. So, um, you know, we'll. We'll dive into the specifics of this contract, you know, once they come out in terms of the cap hits and things like that. Um, Chargers actually theoretically could gain around $3 million in cap space for 2023 uh, by converting his current base salary into a signing bonus after this contract extension. So uh, maybe a little help down the, down, the, down the line here in training camp with the Chargers and, and some cap space here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Or they don't do a single thing. And we have depth issues along the entire roster. Yeah, I choose option A personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh we'll get into some long-term uh question marks here as well. Obviously, the Chargers are are $60 million in the red next year. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with, with Herbert's cap and how much that can change here. But Alex, I guess how concerned are you about the cap sheet of this team now that we know the kind of money that they're paying Justin Herbert? Um, I, I just think it's with the territory and ultimately it's all of the things that we've really talked about over the years, right? We've talked about the drafts for the chargers and, you know, we've talked about the chiefs drafts constantly, um, the need to hit on, you know, not every pick from round one to seven, but to get really good value out of those day three picks. And the one thing the chargers outside of Jamari uh, really have kind of been maligned for, you know, is not hitting so hard on those day three picks. And it's just, you know, if you're going to be paying Justin Herbert this money and you don't have the advantage of his rookie contract anymore, you then have to be a little bit smarter in the draft and have to get a little bit more thrifty um, in that respect. So I think that that's one thing to pay attention to as the years go on here. Um, and then, you know, the other things are, you know, there's going to be tough financial decisions either way. They, the Chargers, before they even gave this contract to Herbert, were already in the predicament that they are in next year, um, given the yeah. four max restructures that they did. Um, so ultimately it's just about, do you think Herbert is, is good enough to carry this team over the line, regardless of what the other personnel is? And I, the Chargers answer mm -hmm. and our answer to that is yes. Um, but I do think you're going to have to see, and I think the Chargers have gotten a little bit smarter, certainly at the draft have, have valued different things a little bit more, certainly in the Staley era in terms of building out the trenches, uh, and, and sort of building out the team from there, as opposed to the previous iterations uh, of the Telesco Chargers. So, you know, that's the thing I think to pay attention to as far as, you know, am I concerned that they're going to pay all this money to Herbert and there's not going to be anything for the rest of the team? Not really. I mean, there's ways to finagle the cap in the NFL, um, but it's just definitely going to require the Chargers uh, to be a, a little bit more um, aggressive in the draft instead of being aggressive in free agency as they were uh, in 2021, you know, when we were doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, as far as, you know, having to hit on these draft picks, the good news is, and I think Steve and I started to talk about this recently, last episode or whatever, they do have a lot of 2024 pending free agents, which will help them in 2025 with the comp picks because they're, they can't afford anybody else next year. <laughs> so most of these guys are probably going to walk. You're talking about, Michael Davis, Austin Johnson, Austin Eckler, Gerald Everett, Kenneth Murray, um, and then, you know, Jalen Guyton, Josh Kelly, et cetera. But these guys, you know, we were talking about the Eagles and how far they, you know, had, had come in building out these these comp picks and working that system. The Chargers will kind of have to pivot to that. Yeah, it's going to be a pivot in, in a few areas. You know, you're going to be talking about more like Morgan Fox level contracts, you know, instead of, you know, your JC Jacksons, your Khalil Max, and things like that. Um, but like, the the length of this contract i think will give them some flexibility down the road as well you know you can restructure his contract probably after the second year and and you can have some other you know big free agents uh signings and contracts and like you know Rashawn slater is going to reset the tackle market next year at this time so um they're going to have some bigger contracts but that does that's not going to you know be a hindrance on on building out this football team they'll certainly have to place a greater emphasis on draft value and trading down and accumulating picks that way. But, 
you know, you look at the way that the Chiefs have kind of assembled things. And I know they're kind of like the gold standard, right? But they've had big contracts all across the board with the Mahomes contract. You know, you look at the way the Bills have kind of, you know, uh, tried to handle things with Josh Allen and his contract. You know, there are ways to find that extra money, but you're also probably not going to be swinging for the fences as much as you're just trying to get some, you know, solid free agent additions in here every single year as opposed to making those those big swings. So it's going to be an adjustment. You know, the Chargers are going to have to um, figure out how to get more depth on this roster. And I think we've seen them kind of make some strong strides in that regard over the last few years with Brandon Staley and, and the way that he's kind of influenced the front office. But absolutely, it's going to be an adjustment when you can't just say, hey, we have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Let's go sign J.C. Jackson and Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson and trade for Khalil Mack. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's not the kind of flexibility you're going to have going forward. Yeah, which is why I appreciate over the last couple of years, the last three years, the drafts, I should say, them focusing on those premium positions. You know, you have three rookies along the offensive line, one of a tackle. Yes, eventually you're going to have to pay these guys. But for right now, you have rookies, you know, and the highest paid guys, Corey Lindsay, who deserves it. And in that regard, like if you have to go get another center and that's your big money spend, it's not like edge rusher. It's not like wide receiver. And they went out and they got two lead. Granted, you know, they'll probably add some more edge rushers in the future. You get Quinton Johnson at corner. They have Asante Samuel Jr., Jaw Taylor. If all these guys at premium positions, they're starting to work into the system. So that should help them if they continue the strategy moving forward. It's amazing when you invest in these premium positions. It also kind of helps not just your team immediately, but also in the future because you don't have to spend $25 million on a receiver, $30 million on a pass rusher per year because you didn't draft one. Yeah, and the other thing I would just say adding to that is it, you know, the Chargers will also have their chances in free agency to still be able to spend big at times, right? And over the duration of this Justin Herbert contract, it's just going to be about picking and choosing their moments, I think. Um, you know, we just saw the Bills, unfortunately, you know, the Von Miller contract probably not looking the best right now, um, you know, in terms of that six-year $120 million yeah. deal they gave him. Um, so that's kind of an example of like, you know, trying to balance things out and they'll have their chances to take shots, but they'll also going to have to take value of those smaller Morgan Fox deals, much like Steven said. Yeah. So, yeah, I would not be pessimistic today. I think this is a, a, a good, a good, nice day for the, for the franchise. We get Justin Herbert to make the highest paid player in the NFL. Um, super excited to see what he is able to do for this season with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator here. Um, it's been a minute since we've had Alex on the show here. So Alex, I know we've kind of had, uh, uh, maybe sour taste is maybe an understatement at the way that the season ended, but now that we've got training camp on the horizon, has the hype started to build up it for you with just, at least for Justin Herbert and the offense, I should ask. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun to get back into the season. Um, and I, I think, you know, having Herbert back. Uh, on this contract i mean there's still some problems with the team that i'm sure you and tyler will get into uh you know over the next couple months here and i'll talk about on both breakdowns and stuff but i think you know what this team can be you know assuming everything one stays healthy assuming the defense doesn't underperform and some of the things that you know we think about as weaknesses on this team um i I do think thinking about the potential there is still always exciting and this was a team that as much as 27-0 does suck was you know a field goal away from beating the jaguars right and still being in that mix in the afc when you have someone like justin herbert i think you can still perform at that level so um i guess it's more it's still excitement but also 
cautious nervousness, <laughs> I would call it, at how this season will go. Um, in terms of you know how make or break we've called this season for the franchise and you know as far as Staley as far as Telesco as far as some of these people um, so yeah still excited super excited for the season and super excited to cover it all the way on here and Chargers Wire um, so yeah super excited to get into it yeah I I definitely feel that excitement building up uh, I don't want to budge from my prediction of the Chiefs are winning the division but I don't know it's something about looking at the team more and interacting with people who break these guys down. So, you know, Sean Syed, Ted Wynn, um, Eric Smith, like talking to these guys about the coaches, looking at everything, you just start to feel like so confident in your team again. I've been there before, so we'll see. But um, yeah, excitement is definitely brewing. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, there's, there's been some conversations about Brandon Staley's defense that have maybe made me a little bit more optimistic than I previously, previously have been. That's how I feel. Um, you know, if you, you know, the, the guys at the ringer all do great stuff, but, um, Benjamin Solak and Steven Reese have been dissecting kind of like broader global questions about the NFL. And last week they did, or two weeks ago, I should say they did an episode about the future of NFL offenses. And this past week they did future of NFL defenses and they painted Brandon Staley in a very, very positive light. I think it's worth a listen for anybody who maybe is a little bit pessimistic about uh, pessimistic about Brandon Staley's defense. Um, they do a fantastic job with that. And, you know, I think you just kind of, it's the time of year, man. You know, we get, we're going to get to training camp on Saturday. <laughs> we're going to see some Justin Herbert bombs to Quentin Johnson. And we're going to go on the podcast and talk about like 13 and four or some shit. Like that's just, it's just the time of year, man. And then I'm super excited that football is back this week. We're gonna we're gonna go on the podcast and talk about whatever this year's version of the Tyron Johnson bomb is. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to figure out what it is at training camp when Tyler gets there and breaks out the iPhone, but we'll figure it out. Android, Android, chill. Hey, hey, I, hey! I have an Android hey. too. Sorry, I, I, I didn't know which one you were. So, but <laughs> it's because of the Androids that we do not have a group text that we have to communicate on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> like we're a bunch of boomers over here. Yeah, but to be fair, that's your fault. I'm here. It's actually your yeah. fault in this case. It seems like usually you're the it's one. mine. Yeah. <laughs> all good. All good. Um, all right. This has been a lot of fun. Obviously, a quick podcast, like we talked about. Um, Tyler, Alex, any other final thoughts before we head out for the evening? I'll be completely honest. As much as this is awesome to see, it really didn't change anything for me. You know, like it was expected to get done. The numbers were completely expected, and Herbert, I had no questions about him heading into this season. So um, other than like, what record can he break? So I, I, just, I just can't wait to get to camp so I can really see the guys that I have a lot of questions about. I'm I'm excited that there will only be one day of Herbert contract <laughs> questions, and then we can move on to potentially other questions at training camp. So no, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see Herbert get paid. Awesome to see him get rewarded and awesome to see the Chargers, you know, really, um, you know, we already knew they were headed in this direction over the next couple of years, uh, but to really dedicate themselves to a guy like Justin Herbert is just awesome to see at this juncture. And uh, yeah, it's going to make the team really fun to cover the season. As Steven said, there's there's reasons for optimism. Staley can coach a really good defense when it's healthy, uh, and even sometimes when it's not, like in the Dolphins and the Niners games, to give him some, his respect. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just fun to see. Chargers football back and uh, thank God we don't have to like create our own content anymore. It's, it's awesome. The machine just feeds itself. Yeah. We were talking with Eric Smith and it was like, we literally dedicated episodes to his articles with the coaches and uh, you know, so we don't have to do that anymore. So I'm glad that that time of year is over. Training camp is officially tomorrow. Team has reported 
Justin Herbert's contract is is officially signed and and dealt with. So you love to see it. You know, I, I hate dealing with like the constant like uh, hold in questions, which is the new thing. Although Zach Martin and some others are holding out, so you know they're 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 going against the grain and uh, going back to the old ways. So we'll see how that works out for them. But um, getting this done before training camp, I think, is a huge win. You know, would have been uh, I would not hate it. I would have been annoyed if this would have lasted like all throughout the whole camp. But you know, Justin Herbert, you know, he's a man of the people. Gets it done before practice starts. So. Um, yeah, can't wait for practice this week. Uh, Tyler is going to be out there tomorrow. Um, we'll be down there together, the two of us, on a Saturday. So we're going to have lots of training camp content over the next few weeks. And uh, can't wait. Alex, thanks for joining us tonight. Tyler, thanks for joining me as always. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for the chat. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave us a rating or review. We always appreciate that positive feedback over there as well. That's going to do it tonight. We'll see you guys later. As always, bolt up. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.